Hey guys, it's Matt Duncan from Podcast Fat Boy. I've got another random fact for you. Do you know how much private schools cost in Canada? Well, the cost can be anywhere between $4,000 to $26,000 annually. That's a lot for private education. The leader of the Conservative Party in Canada had to step down today because it was just found out that he was using party funds to pay for his children's private school tuition. Take that milk drinker! Who's a fat boy? back it's episode 48 look at the role i'm on everyone i just keep bringing you lots of content the the listens are up kind of i think i don't know i think it's still pretty the same which is great because you know i don't have twitter anymore i got rid of it uh, you know i kind of miss sometimes having uh hal johnson and joanne mcleod following me on twitter one of their eighteen thousand people that they follow I do miss that. I feel like we had a bond. I, I, it's still a dream to get them on the pod. I want to hear about the peck deck. But you know I don't post anything anymore. Let's not get too carried away with the peck deck. Because I am done with social media. I'm trying to wean myself off. I only keep it because I need it for the other podcast I do, Confederacy of Dunks. Guys, make sure you check it out if you are a Raptors fan. It was a very emotional day last night. Kawhi Leonard returned to Toronto to play the Raptors as a member of the LA Clippers, and they gave him the, I don't know if I've ever seen an ovation like this in sports. Very classy by the Raptors. Google it. Take a look at what they did. Uh, They made a really cool video for him, and then you know, use some effects on the court to show the the famous shot against Philly. Uh, it was it was uh, it was fantastic, and and uh, everyone's blown away by it. But uh, if you are a Raptors fan, you know if uh, the the fitness aspect isn't enough on this podcast, and you want a little bit more to talk about some very fit professional athletes that throw a ball for a living, go to dunkspodcast.com. We are also now on Patreon over there, so you can subscribe, and I'm just about to record some Patreon-only content right after this sweet pod, but let's get back to Andrew Shear. Now, this guy's a milk drinker. I think I've talked about him before. He's a bit of a milk drinker. Now, there's just like smoking cigarettes, this fad is also dying out with adults. I don't think a ton, I don't know a lot of adults that drink milk like he does, especially in a Stella Artois glass. That always rubbed me the wrong way. At least just go with a classic, you know, juice glass or whatever you have in your cupboard. Does he have to drink it out of a beer glass? Oh, God. He lost the election, which should have been super easy. I mean, our prime minister had a photo of him in blackface, for Christ's sake. How <laughs> it can't get much easier. And then he lost, you know, he still got them some more votes, but he lost. And... And and he he wouldn't step down, you know. And there's obviously a lot of pressure. And then they, I'm sure they had this the whole time. They're like, "All right, we've got this on you here. Uh, you've been paying for your kids' tuition with campaign funds or party funds or whatever. So you got to step down." 
And he will, and he'll go work in the oil sands and, and live a, a happy life just like uh, former Stephen Harper. It seems to be that's where, that's the retirement place for all Canadian conservative politicians. We'll just set you up with an account in the uh, oil sands there. You can work for Shell or whoever the hell. Exron, well, well, I don't even know. Is it is it the big ones that are out there? All I know is that it's really dirty oil, and it takes a lot of water to clean the dirt out of the oil Hence it being sand, sand, the sand patch or sand holes, sand swells. I don't pay much attention to it because, you know, Alberta is going to be its own country one day. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Can you imagine having to go through border control in Alberta? Alberta is one of the provinces that I haven't been to yet in my life. And I don't know if I'll ever go there. There's a part of me that does want to go to every rink in the country i've been to i think two or three uh for the nhl and i'd like you know i there's two in alberta obviously i'd like to go see a game there but i I don't really have much interest to go to alberta heard a lot of shitty things about it well i was at a voice audition the other day because you know i like to rant about uh commercial auditions sometimes guys and i never go for voice auditions anymore I'm not very good at them. It's been a long time struggling. You know, I can read okay, but there's going to be someone that's going to read better. I go in with this guy. He looks like he looked like an extra on the Sons of Anarchy. Someone who's a part of the Sons of Anarchy, but, you know, another chapter that comes in and he's riding a motorcycle just because he's bald and has a crazy long gray beard. He's a nice guy. He seemed a little wild, which I liked. As soon as we go into that room, I knew right away he was reading for the announcer part. I'm reading for the you know character part because that's I can't I can't read announcer. Um, and he sounds amazing, so I just know it's like this is one of the guys. And when I say one of the guys, there's like a small group of people in the city of Toronto that get all the work. It's a small tight knit group, and he I talked to him about it after. He said, "Yeah, yeah, we're a small group." And we we book everything. <laughs> so I'm in this audition with him. And I'm listening to him through the headphones. And I'm like, Jesus, he sounds good. His voice just sounded so cool. It was deep, but it was a bit raspy. You know, he, he's he's hacked a few darts in his day. But it had this great tone and flow. And it just, it's everything, you know, it just seems like he he, he could shred on a guitar with his voice, you know. It's the equivalent. And... The addition quickly turned into what's better suited for him. Is it the character I'm playing? You know, like have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, why don't you try this one? That's what the guy said in the booth to uh, the, <laughs> the guy that I was with. He's like, why don't you have a little fun with it? You know, like you're always doing the announcer stuff. Why don't we flip it? So now I'm cold reading the announcer part, which is usually a wordy thing to be an announcer. Never read them, very rare. Never get it flipped like this. But this guy's obviously part of the, the voice Illuminati in Toronto. So, uh, they made a special, special change. So, and I don't want to screw it up because I, like I slightly flubbed a word once with all this crap I had to read and, and the guy called me out on it, which was great. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I really thought I'd be doing better in the voice world, especially since I love podcasting so much. And then I think I have an okay sounding voice. Enough to to book something, (laughs) 
but that's just not the case. Hopefully I can monetize this in some way. I guess it's a step back uh, if I'm <laughs> starting to to delete all the uh, outlets to to promote the podcast, but that's not what Podcast Fat Boy is about, okay? If I'm going to get some money, hopefully it's from the Confederacy of Dunks one. We're working hard on it. We've got two patrons right now. We're just flying. The money's just coming in, coming in. Um, we're in, you know what? Let's move on. Let's move on. I had a good time with that guy. I wish him all the best. I, I have no hostility toward him, only toward the industry itself. It's Christmas coming up, and we're going to talk about Christmas because... I don't have one advent calendar. I've got two, okay? Two advent calendars. They're exactly the same ones, two. No, I didn't buy either of these. My mom bought me one because I'm a child. And then my father-in-law, one of his clients at his work is Lint Chocolate, so he's obsessed with Lint. And he also bought me the same one, not knowing, because it's also Toronto Maple Leaf themed. And you think that I might think, hey, I've got two of the exact same things. Maybe I'll give one away. Or I'll just keep one in one room and I'll keep one in another room. (laughs) Now, I was on such a good roll. We're going to get to the fitness update in a second. But I feel like whenever it comes to December, it's the darkest time of the year. And all of a sudden you're eating all kinds of fucking garbage. You're starting your day with little tiny chocolates and it just gets worse from there. What is wrong with me? I'm 35. I have an advent calendar. That's when you know the state of your life. When you're 35 and you have to eat a chocolate every day when you get out of bed. Dear Lord, please save me. But yeah, check out those Lent calendars. They're probably like half price right now. Maybe I'll pick up another one. (laughs) Moving on to something quick before I get into the fitness update. Popeye's chicken sandwich. I don't understand this. Popeye's came in with a chicken sandwich, which did they not have a chicken sandwich? Are they like a fast food chicken place? I've never been there and I probably would love it because you know I'm a fast food connoisseur in a lot of ways. I try to avoid it, but I'm always looking for the next best grease. Uh, This Popeye's chicken sandwich comes out. They have three months supply across all of their stores across North America. Three months supplies, ready to go. They run out of that in two weeks. And everything I hear about this thing is that it's just okay. You know, I think, Chick-fil-A is probably better. Chick-fil-A. 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 You know, they, well, yeah, I, I clearly can't read their shitty, uh, bigoted branding. <laughs> but the Popeye's chicken sandwich, I don't understand it. How does, how does a fast food place, it's a staple of every fast food place is that you have a chicken burger. Okay. McDonald's has had the chicken burger a really long time. You can always get a spicy chicken burger at Wendy's. I don't understand how they didn't have a chicken burger. Can someone explain that to me? Why is this a new thing? Why is this world tilting on a different axis right now? Are they playing with our minds? There should have been a, this, the first thing that should have happened there was a chicken sandwich. 
What the hell is going on? I'm sick of it. It's time for fitness update. Fitness update. Bam. Bam, bam. Well, <laughs> was that a long enough sting for this? I think so. Since I had my challenge with former guest Billy Hoosh, where we had a seven-day challenge with our Apple Watches, because we're middle-class uh, people who've got Apple Watches, we, we had this intense competition, which is, you know, it was tiring. And after that, I kind of fell off. I felt like I needed a week off from exercise other than playing hockey. And last week after I played hockey, I uh, the next day I had a really bad panic attack in the morning. And I think it was related to, it's always related to dehydration for me. I feel like that's a trigger. I feel like when you're dehydrated, your, your uh, heart could palpitate a little bit. And I just had like one palpitation because the next day, you know, I have a late game, I don't drink water after, and then I wake up and I'm dehydrated already, and then I just pound two coffees, more dehydration. So I went into a full panic attack. I've been due, okay, for a panic attack. It's something that I suffer from. It's something that doesn't go away. It is a mental illness, severe anxiety. But you can get a good hold on it. But this one blew the doors right off. Every once in a while, it just lights like a flame. And uh, I was breathing to a bag for quite some time. My heart rate was just flying all over the place. It scared the shit out of me. So part of my anxiety is it gets in my head that, oh, I have a heart problem. Which I don't. I went to the doctor recently. I don't have high blood pressure. Everything's good. But it's always a trigger for me. Because I've got this heartbeat, you know, anxiety. I like to keep my resting heart rate low. I like to, you know, <laughs> never get it too high. Even when I'm exercising and doing a crazy sport with heavy equipment on, like hockey, your heart rate is going to go up, man. So after that, you know, I kind of avoided exercise a little bit. I did some walking and stuff like that, but nothing major. Not closing the rings on the Apple Watch. I am disappointed, and it does make you feel like shit. So anyway, played hockey again last night. I made sure to super hydrate during the day. And I'm not just talking about chugging water before you go play sports. All day, trying to drink water, trying to get it in my system, trying to make all the cells and my joints and everything else happy. So it felt, it feels so different. It feels so different playing sports when you're hydrated. I tell you, uh, I did feel a lot better, but I was still feeling a bit anxious about it on the bench. So I had to kind of, you know, tame that down. But overall, I think I'm back and I'm going to hit the bike and see how that goes today. And then maybe go to the gym and do some working out because it's uh, I'm starting to get that December discouragement, if you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, ah, screw it. And, but I don't want to just sit on my gym membership and watch it come in on my bank account every two weeks. The uh, $12 that I pay every two weeks for uh, Fit for Less. So I think I, you know what? I got weighed when I was at the doctor recently. And I was like, I think you didn't let me take out all this shit in my pocket. So I'm not going to trust it. But I think, you know, I was at 217. I think I'm 
maybe around 220 now. So it went up. Maybe it's the December blues. It's all the crap that you eat. You know, that's it's uh, it's hard to keep the weight off in this month. Really tough. But I am going to work at it as best I can. I'm going to try to minimize the garbage and uh, keep doing some exercise. The other thing that I'm dealing with right now, fitness-wise, I think I have a bit of rosacea. I think I've had it for quite some time, and I'm trying to curb that. I have a little bit of a patch on my skin, and apparently it afflicts the Scottish and Irish quite a bit. Rosacea is when you know you've, you look like you're drunk all the time. you got a red face. But I don't know. I made the mistake of Googling rosacea images, and uh, I don't have it that bad at all. It's just a very minor thing. I'm trying to moisturize, and it looks like, yeah, it's time for me to start wearing sunblock all the time on my face. Apparently, the sun ain't nice to rosacea. So, uh, yeah, that's that, That's where I am fitness-wise. You know what? Don't Everyone's going to get a little down themselves in December because it's so goddamn dark, especially if you're in Canada, and you... You know, you start eating all the garbage, all the all the goddamn sweets all the time, and don't worry about it. You know, that's what January first for. It's when you get your gym membership, and you, you're you're so determined that you're gonna go to the gym constantly. <laughs> and you know, I promise that won't dry up after uh, two weeks or three weeks or a month. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about fitness update. You know what I mean? But we can get to some fitness news. Please hang up and try again. Fitness news. Ooh, I love that tone at the end. Really good stings, Matt. Uh, we're on to some fitness news. I got a couple things I want to talk about here, and then we'll move on to all that other shit, and then I'll let you guys go, okay? As I always do. You know, I love talking about diets. What's the big thing here? One thing I came across, and I can't believe I haven't really talked about this, and I've, I, I think in some ways I have, you know, I've talked to friends that have, you know, grandparents that survive on olive oil and stuff like this. But there's something called the blue zone diet. Okay, I want to talk about that. So I found this great article. There's this guy named Mayo Ocean. Okay, that is... Uh, one of the best names I've ever heard in my life. He, uh, you know, I looked through a lot of sites uh, by dietitians and stuff. This guy is not technically that. He is a researcher uh, that, you know, usually I think deals in economics and stuff more than more than health. But he had, you know, everything kind of tied in with the, the registered dietitian sites about the Blue Zone diet. And I feel like he had it organized really well. So you, have you guys heard of the blue known blue blue known the blue zone diet? Essentially, in like two thousand four, there was a scientist who he he went all over the world to see like where where are people living the longest, and he kind of found these like five different areas where people were living you know to their hundreds or whatever, and he calls those the blue zone diet, the blue zones, and. Pretty much these people, you know, it's not like they're they're out with their Fitbits running around or doing crazy things. It, it, they're, they're sticking to specific diets that, you know, we, if you look at the North American diet of all of our, our meat and 
you know, processed foods and whatnot. They don't have any of that. Okay, so there's like a couple of places, like there's a, a place called Nicoya in Costa Rica, and like their their diet is uh, consistent, like 70% beans, squash, corn, tortillas. In uh, Japan, in Okinawa, you know, women live an average in Okinawa, 90 years old is the average of women there. 90 is the average. And 60% of their diet is sweet potato. And everyone knows that sweet potato is high in beta carotene, a source of vitamin A. It's also packed with antioxidants. Uh, yeah, of course, this is what you always hear about Italy, right? There's a place in Italy where you're like men, uh, the, the, the longest living men live in Sardinia. Sardinia. And they drink one to two glasses of Cannonau wine. And there's apparently lots of antioxidants and flavonoids that help promote heart health. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, you know, you're getting the gist of it. You're getting the gist of it. And like kind of the loose thing that the people in the blue zone diet do is like 95% of your foods should be plant-based. You should stop eating when you're 80% full. Eat a half a cup of beans daily. Eat your largest meal at breakfast and your smallest at dinner. Snack on a handful of nuts daily and cook the majority of your meals at home, okay? And, of course, you're going to eat your beans, your greens like kale and chards and, and spinach, sweet potatoes, of course, as I've mentioned, olive oil, extra virgin, you know, steel-cut oats, barley fruits, green or herbal teas, turmeric, um, and, of course, it's like you don't want to have a lot of meat, you know, but like daily fish is something that is required with the blue zone diet. And my only problem with that is like fish just aren't that healthy anymore because of microplastics. They're finding that like every fish in the world has microplastics in it. So, you know, and on top of that mercury. So if you're eating big fish, more mercury content, so it's uh, the fish thing is tough. I think that maybe this diet might be dated in that way if you need to have a daily fish intake. Saying to limit your dairy, at most three eggs per week. Sugar, limit as much as possible. And 100% whole wheat bread is okay. But the, the, the four things to always avoid on the Blue Zone diet, and this is directed at me, one, sugary sweetened beverages. Okay. Don't, you know, like, I don't really drink sugary sweetened, but aspartame sweetened, not good with, you know, Ryan dyes are bad for me. Salty snacks. Oh, chips. Did I come home and crush some chips last night? Possibly. Processed meats. Oh, I love me some deli slices. Shit. And packaged sweets. Uh, did I talk about how I have two advent calendars? Yeah. So... That's all I'm going to say about the Blue Zone diet. I, you know, these people are living forever. They're they're clearly not living in areas where there's an In-N-Out burger on every corner or a McDonald's. So they're also I think more social. I think they get out more. You see, this all this all this is important. And the other way to look at it too is, like, do you really give a shit about living to a hundred? Like, are they doing? Are they uh, like Pilates? Are they running around? fit or are they like hi i'm a hundred i'm alive but i can barely talk or walk and my my teeth look like wood you know 
you gotta you gotta take what you want out of life. The other thing I want to talk about the fitness stuff here. So and, and you know I've got some vegans that listen to this podcast. This is gonna hurt a little bit, and this is why the internet is so goddamn stupid, and why social media sucks. <laughs> so there is a vegan influencer named Elise Parker. And she's been a, you know, a staunch vegan for like five years and she's got a big vegan following. And then one day she just decides that, hey, I heard about this other thing. It's called a carnivore diet and I tried it and I've never felt healthier. So now I'm not a vegan (laughs) and she's eating only meat for 30 days. And I'll just, uh, I'll read a little bit of her post because it was quite jarring for her vegans uh, followers for sure. Um, I'll put a little park bench behind it. By this point, you probably know that I love trying new things, running little experiments and diving into challenges of all sorts. Some of the experiments I have run in the past, one, 30 days without shampoo, two, a year without deodorant, three, 21 days of only fruit juice, four, 30 days without social media. That's a tough one. (laughs) And five, Three years of not shaving my armpits, not wearing makeup, not using heat on my hair, etc., etc. You get that point. Yeah, some may call me crazy, but I'm a firm believer in experiencing things firsthand, plus getting a real feel for what something is all about before I form a personal opinion on it. The carnivore diet first came into my awareness when a close friend shared with me all the benefits that he was experiencing by eating this way. Coming from being vegan four and a half years, I was hella resistant to the concept of eating only animal foods, aka only meat, seafood, plus eggs. I didn't make any sense to me. It sounded pretty fucking ridiculous. But oddly enough, I started to hear story after story from my fellow vegan friends jumping ship, testing out the carnivore diet and experiencing amazing health transformations. I was so confused. But I had my own fair share of health struggles and eventually reached a breaking point where I was willing to try anything to function properly again. With an online community of 800,000 people, many of which were primarily showing up for my vegan-related content, I was a bit conflicted to say the least. But I knew I needed to make decisions based on what was in the best interest for my health. I swallowed my pride, plus decided I'd give it a shot. Full-on carnivore. I woke up the next morning feeling more mentally clear, focused, wholesome, and healthy than I had felt in years. God bless. But also, what the fuck? My vegan identity crumbled immediately. This past year, my life has been a journey of remembering who I am, separate from what I eat. So that was pretty much the whole thing, and it just got really fun to read. So (laughs) Elise Parker has turned her back. (laughs) She's... Turn her back on the vegans and she's eating only meat for 30 days. Just meat. Just meat. She's doing the old Atkins. Look, I like meat. I feel like I eat too much meat because I like it. Meat's not good for you. 
I don't know what her adrenaline's probably sparking, spiking because she uh, is getting an extra dose of protein she hasn't had in a long time. You know, she probably wasn't a great vegan. She probably wasn't, if she wasn't, you know, there, there are ways to, to treat yourself as a vegan to get what you need and feel good. I just, yeah, great. She's going to eat meat for 30 days and now she's like not a vegan. She's just going to, I don't know, eat meat like the rest of uh, everyone. <laughs> I just don't, I see, this is why I got to get off social media. It's stuff like this people now and, and she's going to take some people with her. You know that. But it's clear that she's just, it's just another year without deodorant for her, which is ridiculous. People should be going doing the other thing. People should be eating a plant-based diet for 30 days and seeing that, how they feel. Get me out of here. Uh, welcome to the other shit. You know, it might be related to the other categories that I, I bring up here. I don't know. I just like to, to do a little more rambling before I head out. Okay? There's one thing that's driving me crazy right now. It's a bit of a commercial rant from an actor's perspective, but also from a viewer's perspective. And I didn't audition for this, which I'm pissed off about. It's a Boston Pizza commercial right now. It's very annoying. They're all singing around a family at a table of Boston pizza and it's a Christmas dinner pizza. It has turkey on it, it has cranberries, it has gravy on cheese. Now, gravy on cheese, come on, we've all had a poutine. I'm sure this doesn't taste as bad as it looks. But Boston pizza, I don't know what this company is. It has nothing to do with Boston. It's a Canadian company. <laughs> And they have the worst pizza in all the land. And they have the worst kinds. I just don't understand this company at all and why it's able to franchise so well. I think it's all because of their bars. But this commercial, if I was in this commercial, I'd be, I'd be cringing. Because it's very frustrating. And it's the reason that people cut their cable. So how the hell am I still seeing it? That's pissing me off. Guys, have you heard that Nova Scotia has banned flavored vape juices? They are the first province to ban flavored vape juices. I still can't believe that I was at one time in my life touting how safe vaping was. (laughs) I'm such an idiot. So Nova Scotia, because kids are so addicted to these things, they are, you can't buy flavored ones there anymore. Well, I mean, illegally, you probably can, or online, but not in the stores. Those cool, those cool empty vape stores you walk by. <clears throat> so you can only get cigarette flavored juices, which are, as I remember, quite disgusting. Like tastes like the a stale cigarette. That's what I remember them tasting like. The uh, Demorier flavor I tried. Disgusting. You know, I'm I'm in the area looking for a new job right now, not in Nova Scotia, but maybe I'll move out there, be a vape inspector, walking around these people huffing their vapes. Excuse me, sir. 
Do I just smell strawberry shortcake? Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, it's it's Rothman's Special Mild. Is that what you're saying? You're trying to tell me that that shortcake smell is Rothman's Special Mild? That it's John Player Special? <laughs> it's Player's Light? How many cigarettes do I remember from when I worked at a gas station <laughs> 20 years ago? That it's Export A, green, <laughs> regular. <laughs> I would be great at it. Because trust me, I've grown up around cigarette smoke. I know the scent of a stale one or a fresh one. And I also know the smell of blueberries and mangoes and chocolate cake. Okay? So if the, the I was going to say the city of Nova Scotia, the province of Nova Scotia, the, the lawmakers, if you want to create this division, I'll head it up. I will start the vape inspector division of the government, but I want benefits. And I want 85K a year to start it. We'll have the vape inspectors out there and we'll be huffing. We'll be getting them to blow that cloud in our face, which is a health risk. We'll have special masks on. Last thing I want to talk about is volcanic tourism. I'm terrified of volcanoes, terrified of most natural disasters that happen. But uh, there was an island in, in New Zealand where it's called White Island and people like to take a boat over there. It's an active volcano and it's cool. You know, you get to see some lava, lots of fun. And it erupted and killed a bunch of people that were over there. You know, you just, mother nature always wins, kids. And, you know, I've been on a volcano in Hawaii, but it was not active. They say that it might again one day blow, but it's not active at all. And I just can't imagine looking down into the the underbelly of the world, of the planet, seeing its guts spewing around and all its toxic vapors and stuff that could kill you just from that, having to outrun lava on an island, and then also dodge it as it is shot like a cannon into the sky, a geyser of thousand degree mush. I don't know how this is allowed. This is insane. I'm kind of intrigued by it, but it's something that I could just watch planet earth and get my, my daily dose from that. Please be careful. You, you nuts being killed by a volcano. I want it accurate if that's what happens to me on my IMDb death, okay? Uh, blanketed by lava would be cool. Jesus. Someone died by lava, lava death. Just unreal. But it's the holidays, guys. So don't get so down on yourself. We're coming up to the darkest day of the year, December 20. 20- First, 20th, winter solstice. I'm going to try and keep these going. We'll have a little more Christmas holiday-related things. Maybe we'll talk a little Passover, too. 